hello friends welcome back to another episode of big kid pod i'm so thankful that you're out there listening at all (laughs) i've had so many people recently let me know that they're listening and it makes my heart skip a beat because i'm just sitting here in my apartment in our closet (laughs) and it's hard to imagine well, I do imagine people listening, but then actually to see their faces and get face-to-face feedback about it has been so fun and interesting. So if you're listening and you aren't from my hometown, please let me know how the podcast is helping you. If you like these little pep talks weekly, that is um, one of the things that I really love doing. And I hope that even just with your morning coffee or on your way to a meeting that you can just pop me in your little earbuds and just listen to something hopefully that will be motivating and exciting for you to learn from. And then ultimate goal is that if you have littles of your own that you can even take these lessons to them also because we're trying to create more functional human beings which is what the world needs, right? So for October, we are looking at fear and curiosity. And it's crazy to think about how our bodies and brains work together. They both keep us going. Sometimes it feels like they are dragging us down. But at the same time, our brains and bodies know when it's time to eat, drink, sleep, even breathe. And when it comes to fear, our bodies remember our go-to responses for fear before even our brains have the time to catch up. It's funny to think back to caveman days that our bodies originally learned about fear because it was supposed to alert us of danger. Over time, like decades, centuries, like right now we are in the last 60 days of this decade And that is crazy to think of. So how are we living these last 60 days? And again, it's bananas to think how things have changed over this time. And now we have stuff like technology and eons of humanity has just been going around and living their lives. And fear has turned into something so much more than just survivor skills. Our fear response is what kicks our bodies into high gear and makes us ready for fight or flight to avoid danger. If you have been around for a while, you know that I like to flex my mindfulness ninja muscles by journaling. And so this week's journal question for you is, what do you do when you're faced with fear? For me, I hide. I'm really good at hiding or blending, whether it's just fading into the background Uh, yeah, that's one of my go-tos. I'm also really good at avoiding. Maybe this is another form of hiding, I guess. I do whatever I can in order not to be seen or hurt. And that's just how I've learned to deal with fear. But now I know that by ignoring the thing that scares me, it just makes it so much bigger. And this is when my anxiety can grow to monstrous heights. Spoiler alert. November, we're looking more into anxiety. So yes, I hope you come along for that as well. 
Well, we've programmed our brains to think in a very specific way. And that's one that steers away from the unknown and scary and more towards the comfy and the cozy and the known path. One of my most favorite Disney movies is Beauty and the Beast. It's probably because Belle made reading cool. So I'm reminded of Belle's father when he's faced with the fork in the road. Two paths to get home. And Felipe, the horse, wants to go down the nice path. But dad says that the scary path is actually a shortcut. And yeah, he gets lost, but ultimately... He turns the beast back into a human. Belle falls in love, right? Like so many things happen because he goes down the scary, quote unquote, shortcut of a path. And yes, he gets lost, but this is kind of how I think of fear. And we are met with a fork in the road. And what do we choose? Sometimes, again, we want to go more towards the cozy, the light path where there's birds chirping instead of the dark and scary one. Will Smith, I love, and he has this great IG video about how greatness is only ever on the other side of fear. And that has helped me so much. I've heard him talk about it before in a different way as well. But I love this quote. It's not something scary but it's a shortcut to greatness. And it's funny because I found the love of my life, but at the start, I was so scared of my usual, cheating, abandonment, thinking I wasn't good enough. But it was only because that was what my brain was used to. It didn't mean that any of those things were real. But when we focus on that stuff and just look for the evidence to support it, we'll find anything that could be true. But it's because we're scared, just like I was with love. And it sounds cheesy and as all heck, but I thought for so long that I didn't deserve love because I believed everything my brain told me was the truth. I forgot that I had the power and that my brain tells me things that aren't always right. And now I know to take a second when I feel fear because it could just be false evidence appearing real. I've learned to have more compassion for myself because of how I learned about my own fears. And the best part is that I've been able to forgive myself because I know I was only acting out of hurt. If you've been around for any length of time with me, you'll know that forgiving yourself is the foundation of showing kindness to yourself also. So I want you to tune into your body and notice your own fear signals. For me, hand sweating, general sweating, really, but also stuttering, stammering. For me, my ears get really hot. You might feel it all over your face, stomach cramps. So even for our kids that are complaining of stomach aches, maybe it's not because they're hungry, hungry, (laughs) hungry. Clearly, I talk to children, Um, but it might not be because they're hungry. It could be because they're scared, right? You might feel tense all over. Your breathing might be coming in harder and faster, and your heart is also beating faster. You may have a headache or dizziness. Like, this is what I'm saying. This is how our body feels it. And so this is also why I started doing more yoga and more meditating because it really helped me work on honing Sorry, see, already stammering. Um, But 
doing yoga and meditating really helped me work on honing into my body and my brain. It helps remind me that if I'm scared, it's because I'm looking down the wrong path. Fear has also taught me a lot and it shows me truth and it has taught me that it's usually not as terrifying after the fact. So the next time you find yourself in fear, take a minute and then follow the fear. Look down that scary path and think of it as a shortcut and trail on because it could just be false evidence appearing real and you won't know until you go through it. So power on, friends. Power on. I'll talk to you next week.